1: And welcome to Dice and Roll, the queerest Pathfinder podcast on the planet, where you ask hard questions like, Is it pronounced Geb with a hard G, or Jeb with a soft G?
2: It's definitely not Jeb. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely Geb. You sounded so ge- horrified. <laughs> I <don't, laughs> I severely do not want it to be Jeb. Jeb. Because I... Outside of this game, I'm playing Blood Lords, no, and I do no. not. There's a little character called. Uh, there's a little animal called Little Geb. I don't want to think about him being Little Jeb because it makes me think about <laughs> Jeb fucking Bush. I
1: I need you to describe to the audience. <laughs> tell me about Little Jeb. Tell everyone about Little Jeb right now. His
2: name is Little Geb. <laughs> little Geb belongs to my to my good friend uh, Talzin. Um, little Geb is a tiny. Uh, Hyena baby, baby boy, yeah, uh, right. little Geb is named after Geb, uh, but he's just yep. little, little Geb. Um, and little Geb speaks with the deepest baritone voice possible. Um, he can speak, uh, and he says, um, "Feed me, father, for I am hungry." <laughs> uh, shit, like that. Um, I, I'm a big fan of little Geb, uh, cool and I hope that everyone else is too. <laughs>
1: Now, I'd like you to imagine the immortal, like, the election season has come around in the Impossible Lands. Uh, the, the leader of um, Alkenstar is le- doing well with the Ute vote, but uh, conservatives are leaning more towards the current leader of Nex. Uh, election day comes around, everyone's counting up the votes, and oh my god, every single <laughs> province in the Impossible Lands. <laughs> has all voted for Jeb and out comes the ghost king the, the leader of the necromancy nation arms open and head tilted towards the sky
2: jeb 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 dear god
3: oh.
2: that's why that's why it cannot be pronounced as jeb under any circumstances <laughs> everyone back home. you
1: now need to tweet Geb with like you know a hard G with an exclamation mark. We can get a Jeb sweep going everyone.
2: It's a soft G.
1: It's a yeah yeah exactly. I'm
2: glad you agree. No 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 no. <laughs> Gah, I'm no, I'm correcting you. I'm being no, an asshole. No, no. I'm glad Gah you know is a what? hard we G. is a soft G. It's I that, swear it's... to fucking God, I'm going to stick your head in the toilet bowl and flush. You know
1: what? You're right. It is a soft G. You are right. It is pronounced Jeb. I'm glad we solved the hard question. It's not
2: Jeb. It's Gab!
1: Would we like to play some Pathfinder?
2: <laughs> no.
1: I feel like not until you agree with Ritz. No, it's too late. It's, oh, it's no. one I'm of our... Not... It's... <laughs> We're we're going to let that tension build into our roleplay today. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. So, <clears throat> previously in Fists of the Ruby Phoenix, our heroes woke up the next day after the devastation of Goka. King Mogaru destroyed a huge portion of the city, guided by Oni's mask. The Light Keepers potentially and a strange, extra-dimensional figure who seemed to have it out for Hao Jin, and ultimately reduced her to ashes. You guys were asked by Lady Nai Yanfei to please, along with the other surviving teams, find where Hao Jin is. You were given charms which will point you in the right direction, and were assigned a uh, dis- a giant airship, the Solar Jian 2, piloted by everyone's favorite uh, Tiddy Man, I mean, uh, friend, um Yosaran, a fan of the Ruby Phoenix Tournament and Ghibli Man extraordinaire. You guys said your goodbyes to the other teams who were all setting off on their own journeys, and uh, took to the skies with the Solar Giantu and its crew, uh, the pirates from uh, Danger Island, The Last Brett. And that is where we're gonna start today, with you guys high in the skies, following that Plover Charms path, into the uh, wall of heaven, the tallest mountain range in the world, uh, and to see whatever is beyond it. Are we ready to rumble? I like rumbling. Okay. Well,
2: let's set the scene. Holy shit. We get... Oh my god, this is cool as fuck. Yeah, you like that shit? Yeah, that's really cool. You like that shit? (laughs) I
1: have an animated... I didn't make this, but I have... uh, The map is an animated... GIF or a GIF, if you were. Um, no. Of uh, the solar giant, this immense, massive airship, uh, and clouds are like passing by it in the foreground and background. And in the far background, um, the sky is made to look like um, it, you know those like old school uh, Japanese scrolls—the way that they drew clouds with lots of spins and swirls.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: Lots of those with like wind patterns flying by to show that this giant airship is passing through the air it is absolutely stunning and uh i think that's a good description of your current situation i'm gonna drop each of you down on the ship and i'm gonna ask three days into your flight how are you all doing so we'll start with shi chuji chuji where are you currently on the ship? You've been here for three days. You've gotten used to it. Whether you like it or dislike being in the air is up to you. Where are you on the ship presently? Are you on your in your room? Are you on the deck? Whatever. And how are you doing as the race towards how
2: Jin continues? Um, I think that Shuji is slowly uh, transitioning into that fun uh, we're on an adventure kind of mind uh, uh, mindset because any other mindset right now um mm. I think they would die if they got a little bit too serious about this um being on a, a little ship right now is nice and uh, I think that they've absolutely become best fucking friends with yo yeah there's there's no way in hell that they haven't two super fans of the Ruby Phoenix tournament in one place
1: I bet it helps that he's extremely hot right
2: it helps that he has a uh, big massive tits
1: yeah yeah um, so I'd like to imagine that presently Chuji you are up on the deck with Yo mm-hmm. um, Like he is he gives different jobs to last breath quite often like one day uh, Fervo will be in charge of the engines the next day he'll have uh, Bako doing that kind of stuff but the one thing that Yo will never let anyone else do is pilot the solar Gian. that is his thing he is the pilot and he won't let anyone else touch it you know? Yeah. And as he's kind of, like, uh, here, he's saying, if you ask me, it's pretty obvious that when you look at some of that occult magic that the Biting Roses were using, they have to at least somehow been referencing uh, Harada Painted. You know, did you ever uh, read up on that match? Of course I fucking read up on it. Yeah, the way that uh, the Fighting Spirit thing, right? Harada Painted essentially invented that. It was true manifesting his fighting spirit that he was able to take on the 47 stars, you know?
2: Uh, Maybe, but hey, don't discount how original they are. They've got it in their own way, you know? Oh, uh, don't get me wrong. Influence, but I don't know about inspiration.
1: It's less... I don't think that... uh, I'm not saying that um, Yalvel and the Biting Roses lifted it from it, but I have to imagine that Yalvel's sponsor obviously, in the way that they dressed the biting Roses, knew that some people would see comparisons between two fighting spirits, you know, between Summoners and Eidolons. So, I feel there's some aesthetic similarities going on, and I think that's a nice thing. It's a, a callback to one of the greatest fights 40 years ago, you know?
2: Uh, yeah,
1: I can't really follow you. I actually, that was my first one. Really? Yeah, I saw Haram myself. It was great. Uh,
2: you're uh, old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he looks at you. Just... I'm only 45 years old. That was, like, it's. I'm not that old. Nah, I'm just messing with you. He huffs a little bit. But yeah. Uh, I'm reckoning we're getting pretty close to the end right now, about. with this journey. How are you feeling, bud? Uh,
2: I. <laughs> I'm ready to reach that end goal, but I, uh. I'm enjoying the journey there, I guess.
1: He grins and says, Hey, for me, I'm just happy to be a part of this legend, you know? Like, this is... It's something else. Isn't it cool? Yeah. You ever think you'd be in a position like this?
2: Well, yeah. I mean... I hoped, at least.
1: Hey, um. and your hopes came true.
2: Like, uh... What
1: was it that, um... Goler the Bull Trower said? Uh, if you let your hope guide you, anything is possible.
2: He did say that, yeah.
1: And Shuji, I think as you're like looking out at the sunset sky, it feels you're right. Like by ignoring all the danger and the terror that's come down on you all in the last few days, this is generally pretty exciting. And the Plover (laughs) Charm is pulling you towards something. Um, Masami. How are you doing this fine, this fine, uh, I'm going to say Wheels Day, Fancy Wednesday?
4: Um, I think they're doing okay. Um, Probably doing a lot of training just to get their mind off of things.
1: Uh, Are you training with anyone in particular? Or are you just on your own? Because I'm sure uh, the, the last Brett would happily come and give you a hand. And they are, they are pretty capable, all things considered. Like, obviously, they're not on your level or on the Ruby Phoenix Tournament uh, finalist level, but they're not they're not pushovers by any means. Mm -hmm.
4: I think for a bit they train on their own. And if they spotted Misami and uh, wanted to train with them, they wouldn't say no. Mm -hmm.
1: I think at some point, uh, more likely than not, it's Bako who approaches you and like gives you a hand and uh, I think that's where the scene star is Baco being like launched back at a, like a wall and, like, and he kind of falls to a knee and he lets it out. <laughs> yep. That's 3 nil in your part, huh?
4: <laughs> well, I've had had fights to prepare for, so.
1: Yeah, you're telling me. You've grown terrible strong now since Danger Island.
4: Oh man, I'm only using my fists.
1: <laughs> yeah, I... I don't reckon I'd be able to stand up against that mean looking sword of yours he kind of like tilts and looks at your like fused staff of power chocoto that's a weapon for the legends
4: (laughs) yeah I didn't know I didn't think I would make any modifications to it honestly I wanted to keep this for as long as I could and the modifications now I think I can he kind of nods a little bit and says Hey, sometimes you don't know what changes are thrown
1: your way. One second you're a pirate captain out in the shackles you know, chasing after and uh, en- all sorts of uh, enemies with your sea serpent companion. The next you're piling a ship over the mountains in Tiansha. Stuff changes when you're following life. It's best to just let it happen, you know. Let the let the leaf in the wind guide you sometimes. It's all- often
4: for the better, you know. I suppose. Wait, sea serpent companion?
1: Oh, yeah, that's why I'm here. That's why I joined a Ruby Phoenix. Huh?
4: All
1: right, see, and he kind of, like, stands up a little bit. My son is a sea serpent, right? Huh? <laughs> and uh, I think um from around the corner, uh, Clover, who's, like, doing some, like, maintenance, says, It's not his actual son. It's more of a um companion thing. It's his boy, you know? It's oh, my okay. son. If I
4: say he's my son, he's my son. I, I mean, I'm adopted too, so.
1: Ah, yeah, see, they get it. And Clover's like, eh, yeah, okay. And uh, Bako turns to you and says, so picture this. It was a dark and stormy night. The waves were churning and the sky was spitting lightning down on us. Uh-huh. We were in pursuit of a, of a terrible ghost ship. Uh, fleeing, of course. We wouldn't be the ones chasing it now. And the storm got so intense that my dear boy, he was ripped away by the waves and pulled into a, a whirlpool. It took him far off course. I've been following sightings of that boy now for three years, trying to hunt him down and find where he's gone. The latest said he had moved all the way to Tian Shan. That's where people were seeing him. Somewhere around this general vicinity in Goka. reason we joined the Ruby Phoenix tournament was maybe we'd find some people who knew about it. So he kind of leans back against the wall. Is he any sea serpents on your journeys around here?
4: Uh, sea serpent, sea serpent. Um, not that I can recall. Ugh,
1: where to shell? Sure, look, listen. If you come across one, you best be making sure that
4: it comes back to me, yeah? Sure. I need, I need to see my boy again. I, I mean, I get it, believe me. Um, I'll make sure of that.
1: Aye, that's what I like to hear. And yourself. How's the quest going on your end? I know it's a fair bit more substantial than tracking down a missing sea serpent.
4: Oh, I mean, all powerful sorceress uh, needs saving from uh, someone who is at her level probably stronger. You know, I didn't think my life would be going in this direction, but hey, sure, why not? Um, It's kind of scary, to say the least, which is why I was training for all three days um but But? you never know what happens out there and this isn't a tournament this is adventuring with higher stakes right I know that we're capable I know that they're capable but can't help but be scared you know I don't reckon you should
1: be scared you're literally one of the greatest fighters that this world has ever seen yeah You've toppled a tournament You never lost once you scared off a kaiju If the newspapers are telling the truth you fought the Assassin king of a ninja clan On top of a building On fire And To top off everything else You bested last brat He kind of grins <laughs> Right What I'm saying is Yeah, it's scary I reckon that everyone else should be scared of you. You know? After all, you've got something that none of them have. And that's the power of friendship. Oh, God, here we go again. Oh, you've got good friends. It keeps you... <laughs> I, I spent a long time coming up with this metaphor. What, what do you mean, here we go again?
4: <laughs> Nothing. It's something my dad keeps telling me about. Are you f- serious? Yes. I thought I came up with it it's a thing, it's a thing people know about what, Ugh. <laughs> bloody hell Clover again pokes their head
1: around the corner and says I did tell you this captain, it's, it's not new ground the <clears throat> power of friendship is something that goes all the way back in Skaldic Tales, He's like, ah fuck off you um, I think he kind of laughs and offers you a, like a, a swig of water uh, and we kind of pan out is that okay? yeah yeah uh, Sanku, Witch Prince of the Sea. Tim! Where are you today on the, uh, Solar Giant 2? I'm not sure. I
3: think he's kind of watching the sky. I, because this is, like, not exactly his experience with ships. So he's, like, at the edge of, like, he's, like, he's at the ledge, like, looking down and also, like, around at the sky and stuff. Mostly out of curiosity. He doesn't look scared or anything.
1: Yeah. You're like swimming this boat through clouds. You can see the waves far, far beneath you. And not so far away now is the wall of heaven, you know?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think he, uh, I think Lolo kind of comes out of your bag. He is looking so, so pampered, by the way. Like his scales are slicker than you ever seen him. He looks very relaxed and he smells kind of nice instead of like old fish. Uh, and he says... Sankra my boy Oh hi How are you enjoying this flight through the skies
5: It's weird I've been on ships before But I keep expecting to see water Now I'm just seeing The clouds
1: Mm. Always a new experience with you Hmm boy (laughs) Yeah He kind of looks out and says In a way isn't that a miracle What do you mean Someone at your level of strength, and you've still seen so little of the world, unlocked so few of its secrets. You're still a student, and yet most adventurers would fall in a single footstep against you.
5: I never thought of it like that.
1: I wonder, Sanku. We've spent so much time working on Sanku, which Prince of the Sea, but... What do you wish to be once you've obtained all the power you can get? Because, frankly, I feel this is hardly the end. You'll continue growing for a long time. What do you see as Sanku, which king of the sea?
5: Oh, God.
1: When you're grown and you have a beautiful mustache and beard similar to mine.
5: No, I don't want your a
1: mustache. antlers Tall and proud. Magnificent robes around your shoulders. And a scepter in your hand. And, of course... A mighty dragon, empowered w- with, the, uh, with the skills taken from him by the Celestial Dragon, gifted back to him once more. I don't know.
5: I've never thought that far ahead.
1: Well, what would you like? In a perfect future, you Sanka, my boy. What, what becomes of you? And you don't have to worry about being silly. I'll be there to support you, no matter what it is, so long as you always pledge to do good to the world.
5: I've only ever thought about being your student.
1: That never has to end, Sanku. But surely you'd want to do something with the powers when you've learned them, no?
5: (laughs) Mostly I just think about helping people, which is something I already do.
1: Well then, maybe perhaps one day... The Witch-King of the Sea will ride the waves in a ship, helping those who have been cast away at sea with your control of the waves, and saving people in sinking ships, helping those trying to navigate through difficult storms, the one that all the people in the realm come to when they need aid at the sea.
5: (laughs) I do like that.
1: Or perhaps you'll be a ruler in the Plain of Water, having freed the elemental lords who are trapped there and disparaged the current tyrants who rule. Maybe you'll one day become an elemental lord yourself, able to guide those throughout the multiverse who come seeking the wisdom of water. Or maybe you'll stay exactly as you are, a comfy young man just seeking out more knowledge as he travels with his friends.
5: I don't know what I want yet. I'm kind of happy right now. Not that I wouldn't be happy if new things happened I'm I'm not crazy But I never I don't know if I've ever really thought about What else I could do
1: He kind of looks up at you and says Oh well, don't worry about it too much, Sanku We've got plenty of other things to do in the meantime Right now we've got such a terribly dangerous mission But It's a mission that we'll have fun on, won't we? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything that could happen that would ruin my mood on this journey.
5: Now I'm worried that you're jinxing it.
1: No, certainly not, boy. Now- Oh
5: god, I'm gonna knock on wood.
1: Forget the wood, Senku. Would you like some cucumber water that I got from my pet cachet? Sure. (laughs) He pulls out a fucking doggy bowl that says the word Lolo on it.
5: Why do you have a doggy bowl?
1: It's for drinking from. Take a sip, young Sanku. It refills automatically.
5: No, I think you can have that.
1: Oh goody. Delicious (laughs) Are you having
5: fun?
4: (laughs) (laughs) I was like, how long
1: can I do that before you guys stop me? (laughs) I was waiting for you to The That already went
4: on long enough. (laughs)
3: The answer is I'm not stopping you because I think it's funny. Um
1: So <laughs> um I think it's at that point, thank God, uh that you hear all across the ship uh yo say, Oh, Shuji! Huh? What? In your hand, Shuji, the plover charm is starting to ring and like point in one direction. And you oh, look shit. at the horizon and there it is. My god. The peak of Iron Mountain pierces the clouds and shrouds the rest of the wall of heaven. A massive island floats upside down in the sky above the peak summit, the ocean that surrounds it blending into the stratosphere. Though the air up here is freezing, the air around the island ripples like shimmering heat wafting off summer stones. And Masami, even as you see it immediately, like the second that your eyes like land on it, you are hit by a scent. A sense of smell that you understand to be your magic sense. You can tell what has happened here, I think. And it's that that weird shimmering you're seeing, that's because the planar fabric around here has become warped. What you're seeing is not just a random floating island in front of you. It is a floating island in another dimension, and that visual image is its reflection into the material plane. Uh, you guys are all in separate parts of the ship. Do you like run up, meet up, and
4: discuss what's the plan?
3: Yeah, I think I think Sanku uh, goes to find the others.
4: Uh, Masami is ninja hopping all over the ship to find the others. Just <laughs> scrambling,
2: I, like slide around the corner.
1: <laughs> uh, you guys, like, holy kinda, fuck! Yeah, you guys meet up. You're like. Staring off at this upside down island in the sky,
2: Whoa. and the plover
1: charm is ringing towards it, like it's almost pulling itself out of your hand, chuji
2: <laughs> They're like struggling to hold on to it, uh, and they they run out to the others and like, do you see that? I do. It's hard to miss. <laughs> um, shit. Uh, we gotta make sure that Yo sees it too before we crash
1: into it. Uh... Yo po- yells out from like nearby those. Don't worry, I see it!
5: <laughs> well, I guess
1: that's where we're going. I guess so.
4: If the charm's any indication, yep. Um,
1: Yo calls out and says, Is this our destination, team? Yep. Okay. Fervo, hoist the mainsail! And um, Fervo kind of yells out, Yarp! From like a few levels above you all, and like pulls a few switches, and uh, from the side of the Solar Gian, Two giant masts come out, deploying uh, giant sails that push them along. Uh, Then he calls and says, Bako, stoke the engines. And Bako starts like shoveling coal into uh, this giant furnace that powers up the hot air balloon that is covering up the ship. And uh, he then points at us, And Clover, make sure we're getting in the right way. Keep us on course. And uh, Clover salutes and uh, scrambles up to a nest and like pulls out a spying glass. And, uh, Yo says, Great wins. prepare to make landing in the island in the sky. Okay. Sure. And do you guys wait to get closer? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And so you watch and you wait and it gets closer and it gets closer. And it gets closer. And you wait. (laughs) It gets closer. (laughs) And. It gets closer. And you wait. What the fuck? Kind of look off the side. And just kind of squint around. And it gets closer? Question mark? Wait, what the fuck? Huh? It's not getting closer! Are we stuck in place? The source Yan is sailing through the air as fast as always. But once you get towards a, like about a mile away from it, you make no progress. Space seems to expand the closer that the party gets to the island. And the ship seems to be traveling only the distance, like half the distance each second that it did previously. Basically, the space between you and it is slowly stretching and the ship is slowing down. And you are making... A sum total of no progress because of it.
2: What oh. in the world? I... How does that even work?
1: I think Yo calls and says, "What's the situation up there? It doesn't look like we're getting close."
2: You got to be doing something wrong, man. We're like
1: not close at all. Um, he barks a few more orders and, like, last Brett continue like like doing everything before, like, uh. Bakko calls out and says, Everything's working at maximum capacity! If we push ourselves any harder, the solar
4: zhan's gonna catch fire!
5: What's going on? Is there some kind of magic that's keeping us from getting closer?
4: Um, I think Masami looks to see. Do you want to make me an arcana check,
1: please? I can do that. I'm pretty good at arcana. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay, Masami... I think you can recognize that it's you felt it earlier, but no, now you're sure of it. That isn't an island. there is no island there. It's a reflection of the island. a mirage.
4: okay, um we're not flying to the right thing. This is only what? a reflection.
2: What? Well, how do we find the real one then?
4: Well. I think Masami looks down overboard. And I think as Masami, you look
1: down overboard, you hear a ringing. As from Chuji's bell, the plover charm, which is now shaking harder and harder than ever. (laughs) It's like almost ripping itself out of your hand, Chuji. The fuck? Jesus. And then something interesting happens. Mm. It goes perfectly still. And then... It shoots out a single tin tread colored in ruby red. Oh. And that string shoots out from the plover champ and it seems to like, like it pulls your arm off the edge of the ship and you're like holding onto it tight as it shoots out flying towards that mirage. And then the string splits in two. One part of it is trying and failing to to reach that island in the sky while the other tread beams directly down at the peak of Iron Mountain one of the tallest mountains in this entire mountain range and it seems to illuminate some kind of alpine lake down there you think? Mm -hmm. Odd. Yo kind
4: of looks at you and says what's going on? Is everything okay? Um... I think we might have to land down there as Masami points directly below them.
1: Okay, piece of cake for a guy like me. Solar Gian going in for a landing. Everyone, battle stations, please. And, um, you know, last breath, jump back into like shoveling and pulling and whatever. And Yo know, turns that wheel and starts bring the Solar Gian down into a descent and you guys land on top of the mountain. 11,664 carved stone steps stretch from the base to the peak of Iron Mountain. The trees cleared out around the incredible staircase. The only sounds come from the flapping of prayer flags in the biting wind. The stairs open to an alpine plateau overlooking a vast steaming lake that smells of sulfur uh, and remains liquid in defiance of the low temperature. Twin Vermilion shrine gates break the surface of a lone pier. You guys land and it is snowing and it is freezing. You can tell that much from where you are. Um, You're still on the Jan, which has environmental protection. But you can tell
2: Mm -hmm. it's going to be cold as fuck out there. 2G makes a face. I I I don't think they brought clothes to be prepared for this weather.
1: More likely than not, no. <laughs> you didn't think you'd be taking a pit stop in the Himalayas, I think.
2: No, not really. I think Chuji literally shivers looking at how cold it is down there. And they're like, Oh, I guess she got off here. Uh, Yo kind of like comes up to you
1: guys and says, Hey, the solo uh, of Jean would be parked right here. You need us, whistle, and we'll come get you. And he kind of gives you a big thumbs up. Okay. Thanks. Lolo kind of emerges from your back, Sanku, and says, Hmm. I don't like this place. Something feels off.
5: Do you know what what you mean? Like it feels like something is wrong here?
2: No,
1: not quite. I don't know what it means. Hmm. This place
2: seems very familiar.
5: I don't know how I feel about that.
2: Yeah, that's weird. You're being weird and foreboding and ominous. Is this not a place that feels weird and
1: foreboding and ominous? Look at all those stairs. Boy I'd hate be the one climbing those.
2: <laughs> you can fly. You don't exactly.
1: You. I don't have to. Enjoy suckers.
2: <laughs> As if you also can't fly and I can jump at high speed.
1: <laughs> you can
5: also sit on my on my broom, I think. That's got you real pampered, Lolo. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think Yo folds his arms says. I don't know, maybe maybe you should climb these ones. You ever get a feeling like that? Like you could take the easy route, but maybe the reason there's so many stairs is so you don't take the easy route? I don't know. Just a feeling. Shut up.
4: Hey, okay. Man! <laughs> Man! He kind of like steps back, hands up. Well, I mean, does anyone want to attempt flights?
2: Just in case. I'll take the offer. So, are you guys gonna fly up the the uh, tower? Or fly up the stairs? Yeah, Judy sits on the back of Senku's uh, broom for once. Okay. Uh, Masami, are you going to walk? Are you going to turn on
1: your wings? What's the plan?
4: Yeah, I think they're going to use their wings.
1: Uh, I mean, nothing happens for using the wings. It's just more of a, like... This, you get the feeling that this is some sort of pilgrimage site. Like, that's something that becomes very obvious to you as you walk, that this is, like, a holy place. Mm-hmm. You just don't know to what or to who. Weird. Do you guys want to make your way up to the top? Mm hmm. Yeah. As you climb or fly, all of you fly, these 11,664 carved stone steps, you get to the summit of the Iron Mountain. And you can see clearly now. All around the plateau, watching over it, are 12 statues. A swallow, an ox, a sovereign dragon, an ogre, a forest dragon, a blossom, a dog, a sky dragon, an archer. And you all recognize those as the 12 Tian Zodiac creatures. Okay. And as you get to the top, um, and you see like it's this big open area. There's like some—it's a dance, you know. Um, it's got like a tiled circular center. Uh, it's got some arches, uh, like shrine arches. Um, and a lot of snow. It is so fucking cold, you guys. Oh God. Uh, in fact, I think very quickly you do realize that this is severe cold. <laughs> oh god. Um, which basically means uh, just just for funsies uh, that the current temperature is about minus fifteen Fahrenheit. Oh, like it is yeah. not good. Mm. Uh, for all our friends using the correct me- uh, heating measurement, okay. that is minus twenty six degrees Celsius. The wrong one, you mean? And for all our friends in the science
4: community, uh, that is 247 Kelvin. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord. The only measurement that you should be going for. Kelvin. I Kelvin? Yeah. Sure, why not?
1: I lo- shout out to my man the Kelvin. Best best scientific notation. Um, <clears throat> every four hours, you guys are going to need to make a forge save against the cold or start taking damage. That's because of how cold it is. If I have cold resistance, what does that mean? That means you will take less damage from being cold. Okay, I have ten cold resistance. Just so everybody knows. You'll probably be fine, but Shuji and Masami, <laughs> you two are fucking freezing. Sanku, your your magic ring of r- cold resistance is keeping you safe, but Masami and Shuji, you two are fucking freezing. Um, it does not help that the
2: sun is, like, setting, you know? Can Shuji... Can Uh, In an attempt to be less cold, (laughs) enter Stoked Flame Stance, just indefinitely for now, and just kind of, like, punch around. You know what? I think I will allow you to
1: do that. I'll let you roll Athletics instead of uh, Fortitude when you have to start rolling against a cold. Mm -hmm.
2: Um, Just to give you, like, an image, they are walking around like normal people while Chuji is walking around punching the air kind of, like, hopping. Yeah. Like you're, like, keeping yourself walking. you <laughs> <person. laughs>
1: you know? They look crazy right now. Um, what do you guys do now that you're here? So there, there's a statues of the Zodiac? Yeah, but they're not, like, nearby. They're, like, scattered around the plateau surrounding this mountain.
3: Okay.
5: Sanku sort of looks out at them, and he's like, Lolo.
1: Hmm? You don't know anything about... About this place, do you? He squints, and he looks around. And his eyes widen, and then they narrow, and then they widen again, and says, No, I don't think there's anything here. Why don't we go back to the solar zhan and find another way to get to that island? What? Uh, you're being weird. He, would anyone like to make me a perception check? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Masami and Shuji, you're both kind of weirded out by Lolo's reaction. But Sanku, you catch what it actually is. Mm-hmm. He is startled. He is caught off guard. Lolo, are you okay? Yes, I just don't know if there's much worth investigating in this place. Um, are you sure? There's plenty of other mountains soon? in f- in this range, my friend. Why don't we just head on?
5: You seem kind of startled.
2: Are you pussing out?
1: Oh, I just take this mountain while novel. It doesn't seem to have anything about the ruby phoenix. There must be clues elsewhere, certainly.
5: I'm sure, but...
1: The charm sent us here.
5: You're acting really weird.
1: Would anyone like to make a perception check? Just kind of like, glance around to see what might have caught him so bad? Yeah. Sure. Oh, no. Shuji, you see it. And it all clicks into place. Mm-hmm. It's on the furthest wall. There's a mural. A mural of this very mountain. With the stars above forming into the 12 zodiac signs. And underneath these stars, on top of the mountain, where you stand now, is a beautiful princess. And she's holding up her hand towards a truly, utterly colossal dragon that seems to take up all of the sky. Oh, no. And you remember a legend. Every 12 years, the mighty Celestial Dragon, an imperial (laughs) dragon of immense power, appears atop a mountain... To grant a wish to a royal maiden. This
2: is the place. Huh. I I think Gigi sees that in the distance, and they just turn back to look at Lolo?
1: He does not return
2: your gaze. (sighs) This is a conundrum, because... I want to look around, but I think in this moment, (laughs) Chuji genuinely kind of feels bad for Lolo and doesn't want to make him be here as much as they shit on him and make fun of him all the time.
1: But you know as well that the the Ruby Phoenix somehow, true magic, guided you to this place. Yeah. So that's a conundrum you've got, huh? Mm-hmm. Fuck. I will also say that Masami and Sanku, the two of you have not noticed that wall. It's just that Chuji got a nat 20.
2: <laughs>
1: now, obviously, if you search, you would probably come across it sooner or later, but you don't notice it in a cursory glance around, so you don't know why Lolo is acting so weird.
2: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> You're torturing me. You're fucking torturing me. (laughs) Lolo. Hmm, what? Um... Do you really not want to be here?
1: I, um... it just doesn't seem like a very interesting place.
2: I'm sure there's more
1: exciting places around for you young adventurers to explore.
2: Look, man... You don't... have to... be out with us, but... they're gonna see it. I don't know- Oh! Everyone, look over there! On the wall! What is that mural?
4: (laughs) Senku looks over? Masami squints at Lolo and looks. Oh, shit. Hey, doesn't that look kind of like
1: that one dragon? Oh! You okay? Oh, my! Hang on, is that... No! The no. hated Celestial Dragon! Here? Oh, I take back everything I said before. This place, it's... it's I knew it felt wrong!
4: Mm. Would it help you feel any better if I... scouted in front?
1: 'm I don't know what you're referring to. All I'm referring to now is that I was mistaken. I thought this place was just a regular shrine to some unknown and forgotten deity, but it appears to be the 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 hive of my hated <sighs> enemy.
4: Masami takes a deep sigh and goes a, a few steps ahead of the group, does a couple hand signs and casts by location.
1: By location. <laughs>
4: Yep Okay What happens in bilocation? You exist in two planes at once When you cast a spell Another copy of yourself appears In an adjacent square uh, During bilocation's duration Whenever you act You can choose which of yourselves does so And whenever one of your uses mo- uh, Use the move action You can both move Masami's using this as a scout
1: Are you, go- are you going to just basically Check out this whole place and Make sure everything's good?
4: Yes And if they move any steps of and if they if the group moves any steps forward, the scout moves forward, too.
1: Okay. so I want you to make me a magic roll of some sort, probably arcana, just to scout this place out and see what's up with it. Okay. I will say you do not find any traps. You do not find any sign of the dragon just randomly being here. Which makes sense, because what you remember from that opera that... Well, not Razu, huh? Huh. What you remember from the opera one way or another is that the Celestial Dragon only appears every 12 years. And when was the last one? Uh, at this point, about... Nine years ago? So he's not due to reappear, you know? Hmm. Which is really weird! Considering with your crit success, you can tell that it has been less than 12 years since this dais was activated. And a huge amount of energy was recently released here, saturating the site and priming it for some task. And I think with your crit success, you can tell that that energy that was released here was aligned with the element of the phoenix. Lolo's, like, on Sanku's shoulder and says, Well, any sign of that blasted dragon? Well, when I see him, I'm going to show him the what
4: for. Lolo. (laughs) No sign of him. The last time he reappeared, it was only nine years ago, which means he's still due for another three. But there's a huge amount of energy aligned with the ruby phoenix's magic
1: well that that rascal he's always up to something isn't he there's always something with the celestial dragon Mm -hmm.
3: senku uh looks at lola and he's like are you sure
5: you're okay
1: yes now that i have been presented with a way to get all my power that was stolen back i will. i cannot i will Oh, let's just hope we don't run into the old mean bastard because you, you don't know what I'll do to him if I, if we do. Hmm. <laughs> Chuji, I think you still got that net 20. So I think you're the one who's like noticing Lolo's tells the most. Uh, mm-hmm. He's afraid.
2: Yeah, he, I, I was about to say he's scared. He is very scared. And Chuji is anxious for him, I think. Lolo, I think,
1: while he's, like, very bluster and, like, rah, rah, to Masaimin uh, Sanku, every once in a while he shoots you a look, chuji A look of, like, yeah, I know you know. <laughs> and I am, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do.
2: I think, yeah, chuji gives him that same look of, I know you know, I know. He gives you a look uh, that says, I know you know, I know you know. And then they give him a little says, I know, you know, I know I know you know I What in the
5: hell are you two doing? Nothing. Oh,
1: just playing a game of I Spy. I spy the demise of my enemy, the celestial dragon, at long last. Thank for all, the training we put
4: you through. Hmm Well in this case we don't you think we should get moving? I have uh... I have my other self scouting ahead of us. We'll be fine.
2: Yeah. We're gonna be fine. So,
1: what you guys can do is I can tell, I, like, I think you can all tell that the most important things to investigate around here are those statues. There's something about them that is quite striking and you feel yourselves drawn to check them out. Mm-hmm. There are four clusters. A south cluster, an east cluster, a north cluster, and a west cluster. Um, Masami, with your bilocation, I will allow you to scout out One while the others do, uh, while you all group up to scout another. Okay. So, what direction
4: do you all want to head? I like north. That's my favorite direction. Okay. North is fine, and then Masami is, uh, with Masami's by location, they're also going to check west. Okay. You guys split up. Well, you don't
1: split up, but one of, one of you, Masami, goes. And, like, because you are booked... By location, it's not like it's a clone. You are literally in two places at once. Yep. You know? So they're both the real Masami. Now, when you go to the north, you find tree statues. The ogre, the forest dragon, and the blossom. Or at least, you see half of the ogre. Because half of it seems to have fallen off and crumbled down into the lake below however as you get close to these statues you can see that there is script carved into them like there is writing on these uh, statues and it is a language that you have never seen before you might recognize bits and pieces i think sanku you recognize some of it as being like using the same characters as draconic but then other times uh it doesn't seem to do so um what languages do you speak sanku
3: um sanku speaks a common aquan boggard celestial draconic ah. and
1: f- flowers yeah, you speak flowers thanks to your uh, your cool flower item. Mm-hmm. But, Sanku, with the Celestial, you recognize that some of these characters look more like Celestial than Draconic. It's a weird in-between of the two of them. Okay. Would you like to make me a dragon Lore role, please? Yes. Okay. Uh, Sanku, you recognize, at last, what this language is. This is Spirit Tortoise script. It's an ancient dialect of Tien. And I mean ancient. Like, prehistoric, you know? When man was first forming, um, like, rice farms and, uh, like, making stone tools, this is the language that they wrote in. That's how old this place is. Whoa. Do you want to share with the class?
5: Yes. Um... Uh, I kind of recognize this. The language. I don't super understand it right now, but it's like celestial and draconic mixed together. It's like prehistoric. It's ancient. Huh.
2: Can either of us try to understand it?
1: You sure can, but I, I will say it looks like half of this is missing. Mm-hmm. because the ogre statue has collapsed into the lake below and I think as you peek over the edge you can see that the ogre statue is still down there it just fell into the lake and that's probably going to have the rest of the text you need to finish reading this properly mm-hmm. Lolo pokes his head out of the bag squints, and he doesn't say anything else he's not being helpful
2: today sorry <laughs> it's okay I didn't expect him to
4: well, we're going to need the other half to correctly decipher it anyway, so. Let's get looking. Okay. They're lifting.
1: <laughs> you guys want to jump down into that fucking lake? It's like a 60 foot drop, so it's not like, you can like climb down. It's not going to be the end yeah, of the Yeah, but
2: getting into water in this temperature.
1: I will say, you can tell that the water is like steaming. Oh, okay. It's a natural spring. Okay. It's a massive, it's a lake and the whole thing has like steam coming off of it
2: kind of hot literally kind of hot
3: <laughs>
2: okay <laughs> yeah i mean chuji fucking jumps down there i haven't <laughs> learned my lesson so you're you're diving down yeah well it's not terrible so i'm not gonna let, like it's very still water the water
1: is very warm it's a 60 foot drop which is obviously quite a lot but you're also like a fucking hero of legend mm. so you splash into the water and uh, you are completely submerged for a second Hey, when Shuji's afraid of boats, is it that they're afraid of boats
2: or afraid of the water? They're afraid of the water. Hey, Shuji, you're underwater! <laughs> <laughs> they get in the water, they're like, oh yeah, I can't swim.
1: <laughs> the oh, voice is you're extremely good at swimming. Your athletics is legendary. It's
2: a mental thing. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, do you- you're pretty close to the shore. Do you swim to the shore or do you splutter and scream?
2: They- they splutter
1: and scream to the shore. Okay. Sanku Masami, you see Chuji absolutely balls that one up.
5: What is, what is, is
2: what are they doing? You it appears. Them, like flopping on the ground. They're like clutching their chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lolo what? looks, look,
1: Lolo looks down with the sour faces. I don't know, Senku. Young Chuji worries and frightens me sometimes.
5: I have no idea what they're up to.
1: Uh,
3: Senku very delicately flies down to Chuji, and he's like,
5: Are you okay? I didn't think that went through. <coughs> Water's nice. No. What? I'm glad.
1: <laughs> Sami Sanku, do either of you want to get into the fucking water and find that fucking piece of rubble?
3: Yeah, Senku can do it. He can literally, like, he's, he's like, uh, give me a sec. Um, and he goes underwater. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I mean um, I
2: forget my character choice.
1: <laughs> so Saku, um as an undine, I believe you have a few feats specifically for this, right? Like strong mm, swimmer. Mm. You literally have a swim speed equal to your land speed. Yes. You know? And I believe you can cast water breeding. Yes so he can. you can. You literally just swim down like a fish to the bottom of the lake. Yeah, he he can cast air bubble, I think. Uh, Lolo kind of like swims out of your bag and comes with you. And it, mm-hmm. is, it is very warm in here. It's like a nice hot bath. And um, you find the other half of the statue. Like, it's half of its head and, like, one of its shoulders. And um, there's, like, script all over it. Like, just mm-hmm. carved in. It's a little eroded, but you can still make it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's firmly jetted into, like, this crack in the ground. And, like, the water here is really warm. What do you do?
5: Um, Senku looks at Lolo and he's like, um... I don't know if we can take that back up with us. I also don't know if it's safe.
1: Perhaps it's for the best. Shall we head up and tell them that we can't get it out? Hmm. well, don't we need to... don't we need it? I'm sure we'll be fine without it.
5: Don't we pretty specifically need it, though?
1: If you use your hydraulic push, you might be able to dislodge it.
5: Okay. Well, are you okay?
1: Yes, of course, my boy. It's just... I'm hyping myself up a little bit. A great task awaits us. And I, I I worry that the Celestial Dragon will not be a fair master. You know, he, he took my powers away a long time ago, after all.
5: He did, and I don't know why he did that.
1: He, and he cheated.
5: Do you want to talk about it? I, like, I can breathe underwater. It's fine. Oh, I got, I got this. We can talk here. Uh, you, can under-
1: you already understand. No. I appreciate the sentiment, Sanku, my boy, but some things are simply bitter left unsaid. Now, use your hydraulic push to un-un-root up this boulder.
5: Okay. Um,
1: uh, Sanku's going to use hydraulic push. Okay. And with that, you do uproot the boulder pretty easily. The problem is what comes afterwards. Yeah, I had a feeling because that crack is still very warm. And as you unroot the boulder, the water gets extremely, extremely hot as volcanic, like like lava starts to spew out and heat rushes from that crack, superheating the water. And um. I would like everyone to roll initiative real fast. DICE WILL ROLL WILL RETURN AFTER THESE MESSAGES. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Okay, uh, top of the round. Chuchi, you're kind of, like, sitting in the water still, like, drying yourself off a little bit now. Um, hmm. when you see, like, a fucking blast of bubbles erupt to the surface of the lake. And it's, like, bubbling a lot now in that area.
2: Uh-oh.
1: What do you do?
2: Is it gonna hurt one of my friends?
1: Well, you know. You just see a lot of bubbles. What do you do?
2: Um... I'd like to know what it is before I go dive into the water. Uh, do you want to make a nature check? Not really, since it's a plus four. Um... Well, you can still try to figure it out. (laughs) Sure, yeah. I'll make a nature check. 19.
1: You know what? The DC in my head for this was 18, because I think this is something that even a low-level adventurer would be able to recognize. Uh, okay. You know that bubbles form When air and hot Happen in water And that is a lot of bubbles Which means it's either a lot of air Or judging from warm water It's getting very hot It seems that the this part of the lake Is boiling Oh Because unfortunately What you don't know is that Saku has accidentally Unrooted a cog that was holding A load of lava back
2: Oh Okay. Seiku's still in the water.
1: Saku is sixty feet down, and has Aww. that uh, big, hefty piece of rock that he's supposed to get out.
2: Okay. Um. I was going to ask to do something, and technically, it's kind of a thing. Mm-hmm.
0: But this is
2: going to be up to you. Because Mm -hmm. I will fully understand if you say no, that's fucking... That's not how that works. Um, The lava is underwater, but Mm -hmm. lava burns. Uh Uh-huh. Can I use my fire jump ring to get to Senku and try and help him? Now, this is
1: an interesting
2: one. (laughs) So
1: I think there aren't any naked flames. So I don't think you can jump into, like... There's not, like, just a random fire under it. Mm-hmm. However, I will allow you to say that lava is a source of fire. Lava is a source of fire. And okay. also, more importantly, it's anime as fuck, so I'll allow it. It Gigi, is anime as fuck as a thing. You take a deep breath. I'm sure you
2: take a deep breath. Hold on.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm already good. <laughs> okay, what do you do? Um, How many times can I use my fire number?
1: Uh, I believe it's once per day.
2: Fuck. Okay. Damn it.
1: It's still good to get down there and help.
2: Okay, yeah, fuck it. Chuji's going to... Um... Oh, they have to have a fire up here, though. If only there was someone here that had magic that could do it. Uh, okay. The I'm going to... Continue, we'll find. Yeah, <laughs> You can, you can delay your turn actions. and wait for Masami to do it and then do it after Masami does. No, exactly, yeah. Chiji saves the two actions and uh, at Masami's like, can you catch something on fire right now? Masami takes out their sword like,
4: I can do that. <laughs>
1: uh, Masami, it is your turn.
4: Um, Chiji has asked you to start a fire. What do you do? Uh, they're going to quick draw their Chokuto, cast Continual Flame on it. Mm hmm. So basically, their sword is on fire. And they go, there you go. Okay. Chuji, a
1: fire bursts from this sword, and you are able to basically hop and then, like, vanish into the fire. Yeah. And you reappear 60 feet underwater. Uh, uh, the water is very, <laughs> very, very hot now. Ouch. Um. It's like really, really bad actually. Cool. Um, so you're immediately going to need to make me a fortune save. Okay. 47. 47 uh, against this save. Okay, that's going to be a success. So you're going to take half of 10d6 fire damage. So, Chuji, that's going to be half of 35 damage. Um, for a total of seventeen damage, as the boiling water scalds you. Sanku, you turn and you see Chuji has appeared underwater. They are holding their breath. Um, you can't air bubble them because there is no air down here that like you're supposed to cast before they enter the water. You know. Uh huh. So Chuji has a number of rounds equal to their constitution modifier before they run out of air. Mm-hmm. Sanku, it is now your turn. Chuji's here, which is great. You need to get that boulder, but also the water is like you see lava starting to erupt out of that crack and it is immediately boiling the water really badly. And it's only going to get hotter.
3: Sanku casts Dragon Form.
1: Okay. On himself. <gasps> oh. Okay. So describe this for me. How does this
0: look?
3: I think Sanku is uh, pretty immediately like, okay, because I think that he had a feeling that something like this would happen because I had a feeling that something like this would happen. And I think I, I also think it's pretty logical to assume that something that like that a crack that it is warmer next to it is going to be some sort of volcanic thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's about to do something. Sees Chooji and is like, okay, and decides <coughs> to do a different thing. Um, and I, I genuinely, generally, I genuinely think that it's the same type as Lolo. Oh, a sea dragon? Yeah. Because it gives a 40 foot or a hundred foot fly speed and a 40 foot regular speed. Can I use that to have a
1: swim speed? Yes. And I will say the swim speed of a sea dragon is, yeah, it has a 50 foot swim speed. Okay. So you that's it. That's it. It would take you two actions to get out of the water immediately. You, however, have used two actions now.
3: Uh, okay. Um, then I think he's going to grab the boulders? Okay. In one arm?
1: Yeah, you can, I mean, you could, like, chop down on it pretty easily. Okay. So, Sankey, you... you- erupt into this massive sea dragon um i think you look a little softer than lolo when he turns into a sea dragon how, how do you think you look in comparison
3: i think sanku is more round uh soft uh, soft lines rather than like hard lines that i imagine most dragons would be mm-hmm. so i think he's like a softer more like he's, he's cute he's cute Mm-hmm. He probably has more of like, um, like the literal sea dragon, like the real life sea dragon things.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, like, um, yeah, the cousin of the seahorse, the leafy sea dragon. Um, they kind of like have these long seaweed-like frills coming off of them. Yeah, I get you. Like the they're frilly. <laughs> yeah. While in this form, Sankyu, you have a plus twenty-eight to your athletics. Mm-hmm. Do you want to try grab it and bring it to your mouth? Yes. <laughs> I rolled a 30. Okay, I think Sanku, you are struggling a little bit to get the whole st- like the statue into your mouth. Uh you're kind of like it's heavier than you thought and you're maybe you're expecting your dragon form to just be invincibly strong. But even something as he- big as this is like kind of catching you off guard, you know? Mhm. Uh and that is your turn, Sanku. Uh you are going to make a fortitude save for me because it is boiling hot. Uh 40. A save just about Uh, So that's going to be half of 35 again. The same as Chuji. That's 17.
3: Cool. How much uh, temporary HP do I get?
1: Uh, From Dragon Form, uh, you gain uh, 15 temporary HP. So in total, you took two. Awesome. Uh, Chuji, it is your turn. Um, You are underwater, and it's getting very, very hot. But you can see that Sanku, even in his big Dragon Form, is having a hard time getting that rock. So... Sanku will get you out of here, which mm. is great because you are, again, remembering that you can't swim. <laughs> um, are you going to push past your limits and help Sanku and like try to overcome your fear of this? Or is yeah. life going
2: to get in the way? Um, I was going to say Chuji does some deep breathing exercises, uh, but they can't. <laughs> you drown <so>. immediately. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chuji chose to do this uh, they are more scared of losing Senku than being in the water. Uh, so they want to help in any way that they can. And they're going to use that fucking plus one... Or plus 31 athletics that they have. <laughs>
1: okay. So are you grabbing the boulder? Because it's right next to you. You teleport yeah.
2: right next to it. Yeah. They are grabbing it with their hands. 47. Crit success. Shuji, you grab it. And
1: I think with your crit success... Uh, you are just going to cling onto it tight, and so long as you get out, it gets out. I'm not going to like increase your DC for like you're swimming with a very heavy piece of rock. I think you are clinging onto it so hard that it's more an extension of yourself at the moment. Mm-hmm. You have two actions left. What the fuck do you do now?
2: Swim up.
1: Okay. Do you want to make me another at legs roll to swim? <laughs> I'll make that check. Not oh my 20, god. Suck my dick, suck my dick, 51. Oh my god. Um. <laughs> so, on a nat 20, which is a critical success, what's your speed?
2: Uh, Chuji's speed. Are you like is... in Stoke Flame stance right now? Yes, they are. Uh, Chuji's speed uh, is 55 feet. Okay. Chuji, on a critical success,
1: you swim 20 feet directly upwards while holding this massive statue piece under one arm. That is so incredibly uh, impressive, considering you literally don't know how to swim.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, You are pushing back against Destiny, and you have one action left. What do you do?
2: One more time.
1: 46. That's another critical success. You swim another 20 feet directly up. You are 40 feet out of 60 feet of the way out. I think, like, Isanku, you are surprised by this. Chuchi is pushing past something that you know they can't do. Oh, my God. Chuji, make me a fortune save as you boil alive. <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs> F, man. I rolled really good again, forty-seven. Uh,
1: yeah, that's another success. Uh, so that's going to be half of twenty-eight, uh, which is fourteen damage. Um, Masami, it is your turn. Uh, by now, you're, you're still holding like this flaming chokto in one hand, and you can like look over the edge, and you can see Chuji is swimming towards the surface as bubbles well as boil Dem and Sanku. You have three actions. Do you have any way you want to help out? What's the plan here?
4: What if I try to cancel out the heat with a spell?
1: Uh-huh. What spell? Code of Cold. I like it. Yeah, okay. So if you try blast that water, obviously not aiming at Sanku and Gigi, no. But if you blast the water with Code of Cold, I will actually negate that lava damage for one round. Meaning the two will be able to escape safely.
4: Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay, Masami, how does this look? Um, so I think the way they got down was with their fucking, uh, their spider climb shoes, because they're still, like, on the edge of the lake, basically. So I think they just hold their hands a little close to the water and cast coat of Cold. Uh, the runes on their, uh, Chokuto, I think, glow, and magic channels... Threw their sword into their their other hand and part of the lake I wouldn't say freezes over but gets colder. Um,
1: I think it's really weird because like, I think some of the, the uh, lava beneath Sanku starts like solidify to rock and the water is briefly back to its regular temperature. No ice forms except like far away from you guys and it's suddenly like a better temperature but you know that that lava is going to keep spurting out and like start boiling the water again soon. But Masami has bought you some time. Did you do anything else on your turn, Masami? I don't really
4: know if there's really anything they can
1: do here. If you want to end your turn there, you can, but you have
4: seriously saved both of them. Yeah, I think that's where their turn ends.
1: Okay. Sanku, you are a mighty sea dragon. Chuji is swimming very close to the surface and has got the boulder, uh, Masami is cold, uh, cooled down to water making it actually a decent temperature for you again and you have a swim speed of 50 feet. What do you do?
3: I think Senku is going to swim directly at the surface Um, I think he's going towards uh, like Chuji. I'm going to swim towards Chuji to grab them mm-hmm. uh, because I'm going to use all of my actions to swim up.
1: Okay, Are you trying to escape? Yeah. Okay. With Chūji. With Chūji.
3: And and the
1: boulders. <laughs> do you how do you grab Chūji like with an arm with your mouth? What's what's the plan here?
3: Not with my mouth. You can't trick me into boring. him. Wow. <laughs> you
1: can't <sighs> do it. Uh with their I th- probably with their arms. Okay. So, what Misami sees after casting cone of cold is they step back, they look up, and a mighty sea serpent erupts from the lake carrying Shi Chuji under one arm as Shi Chuji splutters and coughs clinging onto that part of the statue and Sanku you land Chuji you stumble out and Masami, you breathe a sigh of relief as teamwork saved the day Sankyu
3: turns back into a little a, a little guy
2: oh boy oh I did it <laughs> Chuji's like coughing on the ground they're like are you okay
5: I'm fine. I I didn't really get that
1: hurt. Are you okay? I'm fine. Uh, Lolo erupts out and he's like, That was fantastic, everyone! Look at that! Teamwork! And you turned into a, a mighty sea dragon! Oh, Sanku Chujimasami! I'm so proud of you all! <laughs> <laughs> you should do more adventuring as a sea dragon more often, Sanku.
5: But I think I look cuter like this.
1: You are quite
2: cute as the problem. <laughs> yeah, dragons aren't very cute
5: What? Your dragons can be cute huh.
2: <laughs> Let's just you're, go put this are...
1: back on, the, on top of the, the mountain
5: Lola, you're very cute
1: <laughs> Alright, be grumpy <laughs> Do you guys want to make your way Back to the top of the thing And try, you know, put this Statue back together and read what it has to say Yeah uh-huh. Okay Uh, You guys make your way back up. Uh, You position it carefully. Chuji, do you want to make me a crafting check to see if you can figure out how to put it back together? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, Chuji, you paste some, like, stuff back together and it holds... It's more or less okay. Doesn't look great, but it works. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's, like, all this script that you cannot read on it. Uh, you know the language, so you might be able to like spend some time figuring it out. But yeah, what do you do? I mean, just that. Chooji wants to figure out what it says. Okay. Uh, do you want to make me a society check, please, to decipher it? Uh, Sanku, I know you have comprehend language on your librarian staff, but you know that in cases like this, where things are steeped in metaphor, your staff actually is not going to help. Like, you can tell just looking at like the words on it, and, like, what little scraps you can put together, that this is not going to be something that you can just wave a staff at. You need to, like, understand it, not translate it. Oh, that's fair. Chuji, you take one look at this and say, oh, fuck. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have a plus zero intelligence, Chuji, and you're untrained. You take one look and say, eh. <laughs> not my scene.
3: <laughs> Chuji blinks one eye at a time.
1: Yeah. Okay. They're like, eh. Thank you. You take a gander at it. Masami, do you wanna make Romeo Society check?
4: They can sure try. Let's see um, what happens. Okay. Masami and Sanku, the
1: two of you look together and I think you piece some stuff together. A few phrases. What it says is A lineage of maidens, bold and noble. Those allowed the privilege of intercession. The dragon spirit. Weird. So what you know that means upon reading it is that made... So you know that in the legend of the celestial dragon, it's uh, a maiden from a noble family who will uh, be the one to receive the wish that it grants every 12 years. Like it's basically a giant wish dragon... ...some sort of Shenron, if you will. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> yeah!
1: Yeah. Um, and every 12 years it has always been like... ...a princess from a noble family to gain it. And no one else aside from the princesses... ...of that noble family can ask for a wish. But... ...those tree lines across the statues... ...a lineage of maidens... ...bold and noble... ...those allowed the privilege of intercession the dragon spirit. You come to realize that the words bold and noble are not meant to be like noble in a nobility sense, noble in a proud sense. Maiden is a mistranslation. The original words are more faithfully translated as intercessor. That the basically, in the ritual itself, the maiden is just a name given to whoever the intercessor is. So anyone can be, like, well, you have to be chosen for it. It's from a lineage, but it's not necessarily nobility. So Mm -hmm. whoever is the intercessor of the dragon spirit component, the one who actually needs to perform the ritual is who you're looking for. So technically, if you were named it, anyone could do this ritual.
2: Hmm. it is interesting.
1: Um... Masami. Meanwhile, the other you. Woo! Where did <laughs> you go? West. Um, you make your way, and you find here the dog, the sky dragon, and the archer, plainly visible. As you make your way forward, you see that uh, there are more inscriptions all over them. Do you want to try read what they say? Uh, yeah, I think sure try. Um. Oh yeah, Masami, you read the fuck out of this. Yeah, oh, cool. Easy. <laughs> okay. Awesome. you sick. like? I think uh, the other you once, like, you know, this might be the real you. The other one with the others might, I, there's, they're both the real you. You know. Yeah. But the West Masami. Yes. You find that this set of statues say, "A branch growing between two worlds, which connects heaven and hell, both implement and offering." ...the dragon's bones. What you get from this... uh, Do you want to make an arcana check? Sure, I'm better at those. Okay. Uh, You actually think you might know... ...the tree that this is uh, referencing. Um, Okay. A boundary tree. A sacred but now extinct plant... ...that was once used to treat with the gods... Um, apparently it had, like, magic fruit empowered by standing on, like, the world between worlds. And that magic fruit was highly sought after. And mm-hmm. those used the branches of this boundary tree, um, which you know is only, like, a code name. Like, it's, it's a folk name for it. You don't know, no one knows what the actual tree is except that it's now extinct. Okay. You know? What you know about it is that it seems that the branch here is the bones component of the ritual. Required as an offering to the dragon So if you were to perform this ritual You would need to Be you would need one of those branches of this Extinct tree Huh all right cool (laughs) So I guess Your outer body is back With the boys what do you say
4: Uh, Well um Figured out the other statues Yeah Uh to do the Ritual we would need a Branch from an extinct tree Do the ritual. We're not doing the ritual. This is just what I learned. Okay. An extinct tree? Yeah. We need a branch from a boundary tree. That's the folklore name for it. And
2: those don't exist anymore. (laughs) Huh. Okay. I mean, I guess we can't do the ritual (laughs) no matter what, huh? Seems like it, unless something wants to prove us wrong.
5: Guys, I think we're meant to do this. What I we? like, I I think that we've we were like essentially brought here. We've been like compelled to go here with these particular steps to do a particular thing.
1: Um, it's a wish-granting dragon.
5: And this dragon grants wishes.
2: Maybe we can wish for Hao Jin back.
5: That, or where she is, or for the power to save her, stuff like that. Like, we can do that. Yeah. But, like, don't worry. If we get a wish granted by him, isn't that you kind of winning in the first place, Lolo? Because it means he's doing what you want. Yeah. Which makes you the boss of him.
1: Would you two like to make me a diplomacy
2: check?
3: <laughs> yes.
2: mm-hmm. You're going to be pulling the weight on this one. Uh, Chiji, you can just be assisting if it helps. Yeah. I'd like to assist because I have a plus zero. Wow. <laughs> you rolled a five. Yeah. Chiji, you're, <laughs> yeah, just not help.
1: It's surprising <laughs> everyone. You're going, yeah, doesn't actually change the outcome. But Sanku, <laughs> I think we you're plus I think Lola looks at you with those big watery eyes and goes, <laughs> <laughs> okay, How yeah. now, Celestial Dragon? You <laughs> shall do my bidding. How the tables <laughs> have turned. Once oh you were the master and I was the the, the victim of your horrible magic. But I shall be the master now as I compel you to aid me on my quest. (laughs) And he seems genuinely actually quite uplifted by that concept. And he's like, yes, fellows, you're right. We were brought here by magic, the Ruby Phoenix's magic nonetheless. And some great power has awakened in this place already. We were meant to come here, to get a wish from the Celestial Dragon, to get us to where the Ruby Phoenix is when all else is impossible. What do you say we all go awaken the Celestial Dragon and, and get back at him for that terrible spell he put me under?
4: Yeah, get his All right. Okay.
1: <laughs> there are still two more clusters of statues. Shall we, everyone? Hmm. <laughs> Okay. Hi, ho! He fucking darts off. He's so fucking excited now.
3: Mm-hmm. Welcome
4: back! I think that might be the first time he's ever left his bag.
5: I huh. uh, well here, yeah. In general he leaves it all the time, but like here he's been very happy that it's a spa
2: now. Uh 2G is happy that he's not as afraid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you guys want to go check out those last two clusters
1: of statues? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So who's going east and who's going south? Senko is just following wherever Lolo's gone. Uh, Lolo's fucking dashing <laughs> off to the east, I think.
4: All right. Then east he goes. Then the group okay. goes east and Masami's bilocation goes south.
1: Okay. To the east, the swallow, the ox, and a sovereign dragon look out from an outcropping of the uh, plateau. Do you guys there are like out like there's a lot of um ice around them though and they're kind of like covering it up. How do you get the ice off of these statues? Punch. Okay. Uh is this an attack roll or an athletics roll, Chuji?
2: I'm going to say attack to make it fun, but they're not like trying to hurt the statue, they're just trying to get the fucking ice off.
1: Okay. Make me an attack roll.
2: 46.
1: Okay. Oh my god. That's a hit. Roll me damage. <laughs> Twenty-eight. Okay. So Chuji, you draw back a fist and you fucking <laughs> into this the, the ice and it shatters. But then you see, do you did dent the statue a little bit? Not too much. Ah, it doesn't break. Uh, shit. Ah, it doesn't ah. break. You're good. Uh huh. I do want to say that Diamond Fist did work in your uh, disfavor here, and if you had rolled even a little bit higher with your damage, you would have broken one of the statues. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, chuji watch out! Don't you know we have a quest to tame the Celestial Dragon? I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
4: Hmm.
1: Um, he perches on uh, Masami's head. Well, what does it say? How do we complete the ritual?
4: Okay, okay, relax, old man. Let's see.
1: Uh, you guys want to make a... Uh, society check? Mm-hmm. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, Masami. S- you like lean in and you get this pretty quickly. You're actually pretty good at this. A sacred art. The dance of Raisho. Steps in circles to surround the world. The dragon's breath. And I think you realize... That just like the... Boundary tree is the bones of the ritual... This sacred dance. The Raisho dance is the breath component of the ritual. Okay. And you recognize the name Raisho. You specifically, Masami. Okay. Because <laughs> you were told about it just the other day by the Arms of Balance. They told you about a monastery up in the mountains. The Raisho Monastery. Oh. Uh, and you, you know that it is uh, the name of a priest of legend who founded a monastery near the foot of this mountain. So, you actually know where to go to find this Raisho place. Okay. Oh, well, what does it say?
4: Well, it's saying that this dance, that the Raisho dance, is the breath of the ritual. And I actually know where the monastery is. Oh, oh
1: what excellent luck it is. Oh, adventurers, we, we'll have that... that... Celestial dragon begging for Forgiveness in no time
4: Right the arms of balance is staying There well at least they're monastery Hopping to get to where they Need to go but maybe We'll see them
1: <laughs> Now we just have to go to the- And Masami as he's saying this you're out one to rise At the sat monastery <laughs> They zone out <laughs> Yeah uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Here you Stand Masami a cluster of statues comprising the underworld dragon, the swordswoman, and a sea dragon. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> he looks vaguely like Lolo, it's amusing. Hmm. He's definitely not Lolo, but he, he yeah, it's a passing <laughs> resemblance, you know.
4: It's it's almost there, maybe a distant ancestor.
1: These statues are in excellent repair. And uh it's pretty it's pretty good. Uh pretty easy to read what it says. Uh do you want to make me one last society check to see what they say? Okay. Um, you read it and it says the celestial dragon once spanned the sky and shook the land before they were sundered assemble the celestial dragon's tree fragments their breath their spirit and their bones that they may be born again as the wheel completes its turn a wish granted but to you it becomes very clear this celestial dragon is a more than just a common worm it is a primordial being and their power is more than enough to open a way to the floating island and to haojin all to do it you need to bring forward those three components for the ritual the breath the spirit and the bones which you now know means a boundary cypress the raisho dance and an intercessor to perform the ritual once you have all three of those And you can perform the ritual up here on top of the mountain. You will summon the Celestial Dragon. And the Celestial Dragon will give you a wish if your desire and your heart is strong enough. Um, I think you find that there are some other clues. He might not give you that wish. Hmm. If he does not believe that you have offered enough, he will not grant you a wish. But if you give up enough, whether it's through sacrifice or true um, just devotion, you will be able to gain untold powers beyond even what you wished for. Tools that will help you on your journeys, though whatever that means, you don't necessarily know. Masami, you fade back into, uh, the boys again, and you're able to, like, tell them what you know.
4: Well, South Shrine was, it basically says, we need all three components... To complete this ritual. And depending on what we give up, be it a sacrifice, devotion, something, he will either not give us our wish, or give us more than what we asked for.
1: Uh-huh. That sounds Sorry. like a celestial dragon, alright. Less of a person, more of a a force.
4: Well, I'd be mean, primordial being the the embodiment of the sky itself, yeah,
1: I I would imagine. So, now what? What's next on our agenda? What will we seek out? We need oh. this dance. We need an intercessor and we need this boundary tree.
4: Well, we already know the location for one thing. Hmm? And that's the easiest, but also at the base of the mountain.
2: Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well,
1: maybe we
4: should do
2: the hardest first?
5: Should we not like go for the thing that we have first and and then I guess
2: if I do it the unfun one? We don't even know where else to go.
1: (laughs) I say, let's go with what we know for now, because otherwise we'll just be roaming through the mountains blindly, hoping we stumble across something. Okay. Worry not, Master Chuji. The fun has only just begun. Let's get this adventure on the way. And he kind of flies off.
3: (laughs) Senku is going to head off too
1: you all follow uh, Lolo back towards the solar jian ready to make your way towards the first step on your journey to summon the celestial dragon mhm the three of you make your way down the mountain towards this massive airship ready to seek out a god from beyond the beginning of Tian the celestial dragon the king of the zodiac who will grant a wish to you should your heart prove pure enough. This episode of Dice Will Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons Baron Stormcrow, Sam Stryker, Silken Ashra, Tony Saunders, Mita, Ari Graham, Arave, Varia and the Girls, GP Dora, Marshmallowberry, Ferric Falcon, Luis Loza, Ares, Alexander Criswell, Mae Cohen, Sky Lee, Kendra West, Jim Lee Tricked, Transgirl Trish, Platonic, Bal Punyon, Join the Catman, Matchy Wilson Krasnovich, Tilan and Shark. Glitch HD Jay Snooks Zenith Drums Torbjorn Sophia Valera G. Barbera Luke Gideon Sarah B Seth Rivona Darklope, Kira Lichelope Gizmo Matthew, Cass Fable McIlduff Eva Chris Lutman T. Bright Lonesome Chunk Steph Sean C Natasha Lumley C, Ellie Jenna Mitchell Kane Kendrick Triceratops Anna Maria Jordan Cynical spinsters, Emily Lederna, John the Bookorder, SS66 Seeker, and Dame Valerie the Third. If you'd like to see what you can get for helping us keep it rolling, check out patreon.com/slash dice roll today.
0: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers.